Out From Work Podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You are listening to episode 136 of the show today. This is where we get to work, making work a passion, living, creative, full-time. So we talk to artists, entrepreneurs, creatives, musicians, going after their passion and what they want to do instead of the things that we feel like we have to do sometimes. So This is uh, another solo episode tonight. For people who have uh, not been listening to the show, maybe you're new here or something, we do a lot of interviews, but we also have been doing uh, solo episodes where we kind of do a deep dive. On solo episodes, we go for more of an in-depth look on a topic that maybe is a conversation I've had offline with something or like a personal realization that I've had that I want to talk on. And then we do the interviews where we get obviously a lot more in-depth on the story from those creatives because we only have an hour with them that I want to suck out that information. So on this episode, I want to talk about something that, you know, we hear a lot, but I want to make it a, a pointed thing, just, just going off of a, a recent event for me. For a long time, I, I'm sure that a lot of you who are, are creatives or freelancers or whatever the thing is that you do, you know, usually the people that are doing these things, uh, you're usually good at it or you're working on it or like, that's your thing, you know? And sometimes I've found what that creates is we do the thing that we do really well ourselves for ourselves, for any of the art that we're trying to make that isn't for others. Like it's not part of your business at all. It's just for us. And that makes sense. But I think that there's a limitation on it before we should be reaching out and collaborating. And this is something that I guess I'm I'm speaking on from one point of view, just from my own realization or not necessarily realization, but so much as acting on it that I wanted to share the experience because I feel like maybe it will kind of stir something up for you. Uh, if you don't know that you're kind of living in that space, or maybe it's like just going to give you an idea or something fun to try. But, uh, you know, as an audio engineer, those who've been listening for a while kind of know what I, I do and what I, I'm working on, you know, I'm, I'm working to help bands uh, record, mix, and master their music, and I'm working with podcasters and audio, uh, you know, authors and all sorts of people who are trying to create audio content. So I help people with audio. That's my passion. That's what I am here to do: is to help creatives with their passion in in a business world, and help musicians and creatives in the audio world do professional content and, and professional recordings and audio. That's that's what I'm supposed to do right now, at least. And so I always work hard on that. And when it comes to my own stuff, you know, I've talked about it a few times on here. I think it's really important if you, if you don't take the time to work on your own things, like your own art, it's really easy to get jaded doing things because you need to be able to do the thing that you love to do because that's usually the reason why you got into it. You need to be able to do that for yourself too. So if, if you feel like you haven't in a long time, I highly encourage you to take a day or a section of time or a day of the month or whatever, whatever you can possibly spare and do something for yourself in the art that inspired you to follow this passion or this business. So for me, 
you know, I, I was in bands very active for a long time throughout college. And when I got out of school, I kind of popped back into stuff and then finally made a new band again. And that was really good for me at that time. When all the COVID stuff went down, I had band members leave and that, that obviously we, you know, took a break from real life of any sort during this time. So uh, I've gotten back into with new band members. I'm in a new location after moving and I've been writing new music again and, and recording again. And, and all of it's been very rejuvenating. So just wicked quick uh, side quests, just because I, I came up while I was thinking about, you know, building this, this thought here. Uh, if you don't take time to be creative for yourself, doing the thing that you love, even though that's your business for it, find a way to save yourself a piece of that because you will lose eventually that drive that you have or that ambition. If you don't keep a little slice of that for yourself, you deserve to be creative. So that being said, I am recording new music right now. Like I said, I'm in a a new place. I've got new band members. We're taking new photos, shooting new music videos, making new logos, making new merch, everything new, 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 new. And it's really exciting and invigorating to be doing something and putting a lot of money and time and passion into something that is literally just for me to express myself and just for me to enjoy what I can create and say things and do things that I want to do that have nothing to do with trying to be better at what I'm doing as a business. It's just for being an artist and trying to push that forward. And so it's been great lately. But one thing on this process that's been different than I've given myself for like the past eight years or something, it's been a long time. When I've been getting into audio and going further and further down the professional route, working for and with people for money, you know, it changed things a lot where when I was writing my own music, I felt like I was under a microscope that I had to record, mix and master everything. Everything had to be me. Everything from the start on every record had to be me ever since I did that. That was starting back in 2013. I was doing that with my hardcore band. And, uh, you know, when I was not good, you know, <laughs> when I was not good at this stuff and I have a long ways to go, but I've obviously improved ridiculous amounts since 2013 in my, my skills for that because I haven't stopped doing it. But I always felt like when I was doing this stuff that like, A, I wanted to. So there was a part of me that wanted to do it because I was learning more from doing my own stuff and I could kind of play around and be creative in that way on it. So it's not not all like this point that I'm about to make. But you know, I did it because I was learning and experimenting. I could do more with my own stuff because there wasn't a client that would get like offended if something didn't turn out good or all that was good and really important for my learning process. Well, now it's it's a lot uh, it's a lot different for me. When it comes to that side, it's like I still need to learn more about audio every single day to be good at this and to to stay good at it. I need to learn every day and uh, keep those hours high. But what I'm realizing is that I will learn more from working with other people right now than I do from just studying and learning through video and book and things. I kind of like did internships and worked with people and did that and then went back into like education, like the, you know, watching things online for internal resources and things. And now I'm kind of getting back into a place where I really like working with other creatives to get their process and get pieces. You know, you can tell from the show where I talk to creatives weekly. I love learning from creatives and business owners and seeing how they come up with things. That's why I'm always asking questions about why 
they did something or how it happened because I don't really care about just the result. The results impress me always, right? People are doing some really cool shit out there, but it's always the why and how and like what what is making this happen that is so actual impressive to me. That really drives me when I find out, you know, how people made their decision-making process. That's the you inside of something. You have producers now who are doing courses and they're showing, these are my plugins. This is what they're set to. Because you can literally take those, even if you get the stems for that, sorry, non-audio people, but you'll kind of get the gist of this by listening. But if you get the, the, all the tracks of that song, the exact tracks used in the mix, and you literally put in the same plugins in the same order, put the same things on them, believe it or not, you cannot sound the same as a mix because there's these little things that people don't even know that they do that's part of their decision-making process that makes their sound. It's just like a painter does a certain thing. It's every creative has their own decision-making process built off of their life experiences that make them like a snowflake or a thumbprint. Like I always say on here is like, that's what makes it so that you can only be you and your art can only be your art. And then once you're gone, it's gone. You can teach these things to people, but like every one of us is very individual in that way. So very long-winded intro, but just to really give you premise for it, I have always kind of had this spotlight on me that I put on myself that I've said, I need to do all of this myself because I am doing this for other people. You know, I'm being hired to do this. So like they're expecting me to record, mix and master everything myself. All of my own music should be my own. And I have a lot of mentors that I'm watching them and they have recorded their own music. So I've always thought in my head, I was like, I need to do exactly what they did. Well, a lot of this is perception, right? I don't think people are expecting me to, to record, mix, and master all of my own music. And in fact, I've had a lot of people tell me not to do that, you know? And I'll tell you why I, I am changing things a little bit. And also, I've found that I create these anticipations that everyone's doing everything themselves. But when you, you end up realizing that a lot of times they're collaborating. You just don't go that far into the depths of it, of what every little piece is, but they're usually collaborating. My big point and long-winded way to intro into this episode is I want to talk today about the importance of collaboration and why it is so important to kill your ego as you change and collaborate. For me, this music that I'm writing right now is that everyone says that it's the best they've ever written. You know what I mean? Whenever your new stuff's always the best you've ever written, but you still have the the OG fans that request that song that you played for 20 years or whatever, like maybe that's just what I'm saying right now. Maybe I'll look back and I'll, I'll write the next thing. And it'll be the best thing I've ever written at that time. But this album and, and this music that I'm writing right now feels different to me. And it feels that way because I've chosen to collaborate and I've chosen to work with another producer. And so it was weird for me. And there's a lot of like nerves that I've been touching like this whole process through. It's been weird each step of the way where I've, I've hired another engineer to produce, mix. I'm hiring another mastering engineer separate from him. And then obviously I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue. I'm not good at photography and video and, and things like that. So I'm going to continue to I've always hire photographers and videographers and, and graphic artists and all that. So I'm used to collaborating in that way. But this time I'm, I'm taking this music a lot more seriously. So I'm sure that that's probably part of it. But the other part of it is just, I felt that there was an ego of like, 
I have control and, and I like the ability to control what I'm making, I guess, and, and say the things inside my head. I don't know if that's all, always ego, but sometimes it is. And ego is not is is somewhat important to have as an artist and a creative or else we can't get past all the things in our head to put our art and have the nerve to put our art the way that we see the world is so subjective into the world you have to have a little bit of an ego to be an artist but i'm talking about being able to get past yourself being able to get past that voice in your head that says because i'm x i have to do all of x myself that's something that has been huge for me lately with this new music and some other things that i'm doing and just uh you know, when I'm looking into the backgrounds of so many people, when I'm, when I'm, I've been on Clubhouse a lot lately, when I'm speaking to, you know, really famous artists or producers or whatever, their, their credits are, are crazy where they have multiple, multiple people collaborating on a record. It's, it's amazing when you look at a pop record or you look into some of these songs out there that it's very easy to just see the person on stage and be like, that's the guy or that's the gal. And, and they did all of these things. But when you look at the record, it's absolutely incredible how many credits are on the record and how many things people did. There could be one person that just wrote lyrics. There could be, let's see, collaboration has been my saving grace. George, thanks for chiming in here. Totally, dude. Like uh, for me, it, it, <sighs> I dropped so much like ego crap that stopped me from it before. And so much like, I I just want the best product. I want the absolute best that I can possibly deliver. And for me, at least as a creative, I know that there's some people that some portions of the process have to be by themselves. But for me, it's all about collaborating. Like I, I need to get like the beginning of an idea and an ending or like that feedback in the middle, like I'll totally get into this a little bit, that the things that have been so impactful for me from collaborating, but like, I'm glad that that matters to you. And that's like a big deal for you too, George. Cause that, uh, that's been, I've learned my lesson. Like I'm, I'm in, like, I, I can't wait to see some of the collaborations I do in the future here. And it's not that I didn't in the past, but never to this depth. So like when it comes to a record out there, when you're seeing these people on stage, you could have someone that just, wrote and played the drums or just lyrics or just the melody. And then they pass the melody to band and they do amazing things with it. So it's like all of these people, it's not taking anything away from those artists on stage or that favorite song that you have, because the artist is still making that sound. Even when you have all of these, if you want a real trip, watch on Netflix, watch like the, the pop music series, watching our pop through, you know, American history and watch how much of our music is written by Swedish people. So Swedish people listening to the podcast, like you guys rock. But uh, even when uh, people are writing those songs for these people and with them, that artist still makes that group. There's still something about them, whether it's their image or the way that they interact with people or the way that they structure things or the way that they perform live or the way that they take melodies or rhythm or an instrument choice or you know arranging, whatever is being provided in a collaboration with them, they're still printing that on there. They're just like 10Xing that. They're just making it so much better. And so the ego portion of it is being able to realize the things that either, what things in the process am I not doing well and why? Or where does my mindset and my performance and all of these things need to be at? And am I helping or hurting that by doing it by myself? And then what have I got to lose from doing that? Because when you collaborate with someone, you know, is there's always like a push and pull. 
You know, there's always compromises. There's always things that are working and not working. But at the end of the day, like if it's your project, you have the right to say where the line is and like where you don't accept something. That's totally cool. You're allowed to set boundaries on things. But there's a lot of things that, that can be very helpful depending on the type of person that you are with it. For me, I needed it really for two major things. One, when I have been the audio engineer that does the recording, the mixing and the mastering, let's just really quick, the recording alone, I can't tell you how many times, and people who have been in my bands, you've watched this happen, how many times I have been running from a control room out into the, the live room when I've set a recording to a timer or even with an iPad or something and then moving to an instrument. It's like, it's stressful. It's really stressful. It's really hard. I like cut corners because I'm stressed or I don't have the time for it or whatever. So like the first and number one reason why I think it's important to collaborate, not just collaborate in terms of working with others for ideas, but paying people that do the same thing that you do to work with you on something if you're doing something in that space is because it lets you be an artist again. So that was the number one thing for me is I was not being a musician and an artist first. And that's a big fucking problem when it comes to writing your own music, obviously. I was so focused on engineering. I was so focused on the things that could go wrong with the mics or the phasing issues or all this nerdy stuff that I won't hit you guys who are not audio people with. I'd be so hyper fixated on it. It would just shred my creativity. I could not focus on it. And that would be like my number one thing is, is in this process of hiring a producer who is working with us in the pre-production phase, we've been writing with him. Uh, also, he's going to be mixing it and I'm hiring another mastering engineer to master it. So we get another perspective in the bunch and all these other people that are jumping in on this train here of collaboration to make these songs. Uh, I get to be an artist only. And that is something that I haven't felt in a long time. Probably in 10 years, I've not been the artist only on my own art. And that feels different and I'm better because of it. So on the days when I'm getting ready to record, I'm not gathering mics, I'm not gathering cables, I'm not like getting there three hours early and tired and whatever. I'm getting to see what it's like when people work with me, which is awesome. It's really honestly helped me with my business. It's helping me see the things that I like and don't like fresh again. It's always helped to be an artist while I've been working with musicians because I still am seeing the same landscape that they're seeing, trying to get their music out there. I'm seeing the industry from their view. I'm seeing all this. This has always been something as part of my model. As I said, I always want to do creative for me so that that way I can express myself and still feel what got me into it, but also so I can stay good in business because I can see what my clients are dealing with in the industry as it happens. But the most important part of that has been when I woke up for sessions, I woke up, I went for a walk, you know, with my dog. I took time to be in silence. I listened to influential records for it. I paid attention to more details. I, I got time to look at the lyrics, like eat healthy. Like I did a bunch of different things for myself to put me in the best possible position. So that when I went into studio, the only thing that I thought about was these songs and writing and being the best at playing the music. And all of that has been huge in my enjoyment in it. So like, I'm just enjoying this process more. It's getting me more pumped up to market this and get ready for my, my marketing plans and releases and things like that. All of that has given me more time and more energy for that. 
because I've been more pumped up and less stressed. So like, that's the first thing. Second of all is focus, like pulling that focus away from doing those uh, technical things like that changed the way that my mind works. So I don't have those two sides of my brain hitting each other. And I could just stay in a subjective gushy part that makes art really art. So if you're, if we're talking about collaboration from a hiring perspective, uh, it's pretty amazing that I've worked with musicians for 10 or 15 years, helping them make their records. And I haven't hired someone in like eight or 10 or something like that. And, and the difference that that felt for me has been really eye opening for the way that that process could feel for someone. And it makes me more pumped up, honestly, about what I do because I, I, it, it gave me more value in, in what I do. Cause I was like, I see the value in this. I totally understand why you'd want to do this and why you'd want to pay money for this. This is awesome. So the, the let's, let's get into some other, some other things that collaborating can be helpful for, not just from a hiring perspective of hiring other people in your creative to help you do the thing that you want to be creative in as well and getting past that ego and allowing yourself to do that. But also like collaborating with other people and just working with other artists. Like right now I have one split with an artist that I've worked with from a professional side before. And now they're just good friends of mine. And we're, we're doing a split together where we co-wrote a song and that's been really cool co-recorded, but also I'm about to work with many, many other artists and write splits in different genres that are very different from mine and just get that influence and suck it in and, and have a lot of fun with it. And a lot of artists out there are doing that as well. So talking about collaborating on both the business front and yourself and your stress, but also collaborating in, in general. So let's talk about it. One benefit that you get from collaborating with other people is speed. And so that's not always the case when it comes to transferring files around, coordinating calendar, you know, messaging back, all of those things. I understand that could slow down process, but a major, major place that you're going to gain speed back when you're collaborating is going to come from your feedback loop and your decision-making process. I don't know if this is the same for everyone. When it comes to my music or songs or things that I'm creating, I'm very much less decisive than I am in business. I'm a very different person. When I'm making business decisions, you know, usually I'm researching for a while, but I'll make a decision on the spot and I'll make it very quickly. And I'm, I'm 100% on that. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm like, yep, it's exactly what I want to do. It could be a huge sum of money. It could be really risky. It could be really scary. It could be committing to a, you know, a new real estate property, or it could be committing to, you know, going on a plane somewhere like in a day or something. Like it could be a big business decision. I can make that very, very quickly. I don't know why. It's just because it's business and there's no, there's less emotion in it for me. When it comes to my creative, when it comes to writing music, when it comes to the vibe and all of these things, that gushy, weird place that's like a very not real place, I am really bad at making decisions. I'm awful. I get so tied up with like a sound or a meaning or like how something could be portrayed an instrument choice attention. I follow attention through a song. I want to see where it floats in, where it goes away and try to fix it. I get really fixated on stuff and I will take a long time making decisions sometimes. So collaborating with other people can be really free speed for you because you are working with someone that you can get reassurance of whether something is a good or a bad decision much quicker. Now, do you always listen to that person? 
No. Do you always take their feedback as like the only feedback? No. Like sometimes I have different decisions that will go past it where I'm like, yeah, I, I get that person said they didn't like it or they liked it, but I still feel a certain way and take more time to get into it. Most of the time it helps me make decisions quickly because at least I'm under the gun to do something about it. So speed is a big benefit. And then just in the same kind of thing is just the confidence in your decision-making. So it's speeding up decision-making process often, and it's giving you more confidence in the decisions that you're making because you're getting someone else that hopefully is obviously skilled in whatever it is that you're doing or, or they're a great ear or eye for it. And when they say like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, I love this part. Or like, that is so cool. That was the coolest idea. I can't believe you thought of that, whatever. Or I don't like this. It's not good. Usually you can feel more confident that it was the right or wrong decision when you collaborate than just guessing at it in your own head. You know, you can definitely ask for outside feedback. You know, if you're working on your your own, I, I think I've talked in the past about how I took like a mix to a, a mechanic that was working on my car and I let him listen to it and I didn't tell him what it was. I was just like, hey, what do you think about the song? To get uh, non-influenced feedback, non-biased feedback, that's wicked important. It's very different when you're straight up collaborating with someone because they are extra invested into it. So that that gets a lot of yes men out of there. You know, they're not going to say I love this just because because they've got skin in the game now. So whether they're working for you on the craft or with you as an artist or whatever it is that they're doing, they have skin in the game now. If they tell you something they really don't like or they really are not truthful on it, that hurts them like a lot more than someone that might be listening to your music or your or checking out your art or whatever it is. So that real-time feedback, that confidence in the decision-making process and the speed of decisions is very helpful with collaborating. Diversity would be the next one. So I talked earlier about your thumbprint, your snowflake, what makes you you, your decision-making process. Well, that's really important but also getting other perspectives or other influence, especially the ones that you're seeking out to be a part of it, that diversity of experiences from someone else, you can suck that right into a project instantly when you collaborate. It's not even, you don't have to tell people to do anything. If you pick the right people to collaborate, which is very important, you don't want to just collaborate and work with people on things and bring them into something when it's not the right thing to do. So I'm not telling you that every situation, it makes sense to do this. But when you get the right people, they bring a wealth of diversity into the project. So for example, these tracks that I've been working on for my band, Broadwing recently, I am coming from a long time doing rock, hardcore, metal. So I'm using guitars, bass, drums, uh, vocals, like on the the harder singing and, and yelling side. And of course, I've been working with artists all over the map, working with like orchestral and Christian rock and and uh, pop and rap and rock. And so I, I get influenced by a lot of stuff and I hear a lot of different things. But when I'm writing my own music, it's a lot different because it's just a different thing. I don't know how to explain it. So I wanted more influence from modern trap and pop on my music because I was feeling it. And I'm getting influenced by that stuff as I'm listening to new artists. And so I really wanted to push that forward with these newer songs and not like ease my way in. I really wanted to come right out of the gate with this new stuff and like hit it with that influence. 
So I went out and found a producer that produces in that space. He's someone that I used to work with in, or I'm sorry, I used to play with when I was in other bands. So I know that he knows where I'm coming from. I used to see him a long time ago playing with bands with me, but I've seen his modern work. And I knew that if I work with this person, if I collaborate with this person, he's going to push that agenda that I have on my, of my music forward like 10 times, you know? He's going to be able to move that in an easier way for me, get me going on it and bring that influence faster. So diversity and influence on your work that you want to draw in, that you're trying to make happen quicker or earlier in the stages of the creative is a huge benefit from collaborating. The last one is kind of sneaky where when you collaborate with someone once again, that's someone else that has skin in the game. It's someone that talks about this to their family and friends or on social. You spread the love. You spread the message. You market it actually a little bit more when you collaborate with people. That's why you'll see on you know Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, it's so damn popular to do splits and have people featured. And, and it, it always has been, but now it's, it's so, so hot. And the reason is, is because you can literally take a single that you wrote with multiple people, you can have it on each one of their Spotify's or whatever, and you can divide your streaming between those people, you know, 25% for this writer, 30% for this writer, whatever you do. And you have more fans that go, I like this artist that was featured in this chorus. I like the sound of this thing. And then they click on your artist and they go back and forth. When you're working with other artists, you're cross-pollinating those audiences between the two of you. And you're probably working with that other artist because you have some reason to be united in that way. So why wouldn't the audience want to hang out? Same thing when you're hiring someone. When, when I'm hiring this producer here, he has a circle of people that he's telling, hey, these are the things that I'm working on. He shows other artists that he's talking to or potentially working with my stuff. My, my band gets out there more because there's someone else that's advocating for me. It's the same thing with any other creative endeavor that you're collaborating with, whether it's from the artist level where they're going to share with their audience or they're going to share with other people that they're showing their art to because now a piece of their art is a collaboration, right? And that's interesting. That's going to draw in people from those audiences. But also when you're working with someone in the environment that you care about like that, they're going to spread that word. You know, when I work with a photographer, a videographer, a graphic designer, a merch place, a producer, a mastering engineer, now I've got seven, eight, nine people that are all spreading this when it comes out. I've got more people working to share this with other people and get more traction with it. So you get all of those benefits from collaborating with people, dropping the ego a little bit and saying, fuck it. I don't have to be the the driver. I don't think that people even think of me that way where they're expecting this from me. It's just me. And I want to make the best art that I possibly can, or I want to make the best business that I possibly can. Who cares how it's done? Obviously it's different. Like, you know, there's a difference between if you say like, I'm sorry, I'm saying all these music terms, but that's like what I know. There's a difference between... <laughs> you know, going and someone writes the melody, the chorus, the hook, the drums, the bass, they write everything, they perform and record everything. You don't do anything on the record and then say, that's you. That's fucked up. That's not the same thing that I'm talking about. But having people 
being able to drop the egos to, to, to have people that say, Hey, you're not playing the guitar. Great. Right there. Maybe I'll sub in for this one single line on the record or, Hey, you should change the lyric from this to that. And now it's technically not your lyric because they said you should change this to that or whatever. Those little minute things, it is still your art and creative when it comes to the ego, but you can get all of these benefits from collaborating with people that it took me a long time to do inside my own art. And so I'm using this to encourage that to you guys is killing the ego the best that you can, but keeping what you need of it to be a confident musician and and not hit that imposter syndrome and not hit those things that stop you from putting it out there. You need a little bit of ego, but killing off the stuff that's not serving you and stopping you from working with amazing people that can elevate the things that you want to do. And then past that, collaborating with people because there's more people that will spread the word. And honestly, like a big thing that I've been taking out of all of this is just taking things less seriously than when you're taking them seriously. And that's just the sense of you know, I take my music very seriously when I'm recording, when I'm writing, I'm really trying to do the best thing that I can that is going to be something that people enjoy. I want other people to enjoy it. I think many of us who make art, you know, a tree falls in the the forest and doesn't make a sound type of deal. It's like a lot of us are making this art for people to interact with in some way. And we don't want them to just hate it. All of them, you know, some people, sure, who cares, you know, but you don't want everyone to hate it. When we're making this art, it's like, we want to make it the the best that we possibly can. And sometimes the best that we possibly can is collaborating and working with others. So if you've never done that before, you know, really encourage you to take it a little bit less seriously in the sense of making the best art that you can, but not stopping yourself from trying new things, not stopping yourself from having that ego block or scared or whatever it is, get out there, collaborate with someone, try to try to hit someone up that you have thought about doing that, but you just never have message someone say, Hey, I really love your paintings or your artwork, or I really love your merch designs, or I love your music or I love whatever. Would you ever consider, you know, working with me on this? I'm writing a song about, or I'm doing this. Could you be featured on this by doing blank something that's less invasive on them? It's like a very, just a little splash of something from their side or whatever. I really encourage you to go out and hit someone up, give it a try, work with someone that's very different, crazy different from you and see what you come up with. Work with someone that's in the same world as you and just see how you guys bounce stuff back and forth off of each other. Go collaborate. Go collaborate. That's what I've got for you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to see some show notes from this, I know it was not that long of an episode, but you can go to wakingupfromwork.com slash show notes. Wakingupfromwork.com has pretty much all of our stuff and we're going to be doing a lot of change to it going into 22. That uh, is going to have more resources and more places for you to hang out with as I grow this. Uh, if you haven't yet, it would really help me out if you dropped a review. I haven't said anything about that for a long time. So uh, if you want to send a review on on this podcast here, it would really, really help me out. Let me know what I'm doing. If you want to hit me up, feel free at Dave Wake Up on all social or wakingupfromwork.com. People message me all the time. I will always answer it. Sometimes I'm slow. It'll take like a week or something. If I'm in the middle of stuff or I'm traveling or whatever, But please, please, I love hearing from you guys. 
Thanks, George, for giving a shout out on this live right here. And uh, yeah, go collaborate. Have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to the Waking Up From Work podcast. Peace. Peace.